my one daughter is a goalkeeper and I just, I didn't want her to go out there where she was in a situation where she, you know, the whole game rested on penalty kicks at the end and she didn't have any ability to deal with the pressure that was being put on her and, you know, a hundred people watching her. I wanted her to be able to know how to breathe and take a step back and just have some of those skills. You know, I would hate to watch her crumble and me have never said anything or done anything to prepare her for that moment. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne. And one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Hey moms, I am excited about today's episode because I had the opportunity to interview Ashley. She is a mom to Ava and Addison who are both soccer players and these girls are twins and they're in sixth grade and they're, they recently came through the elite competitor program and they're on the younger end of athletes who come through the program. And I just really wanted to hear Ashley's perspective around how she was able to help these girls build a really solid foundation that they are leaning on as they grow through their very competitive soccer playing experience. So they both play on a high level soccer team. In fact, one of them is a goalie. You'll hear about all of that. And what I love about what Ashley said was that her girls were experiencing some pressure, especially in goal and experiencing a lot of expectations, even as they were young, but still playing at a high level. And so if you have athletes who are on that younger end, if they're in middle school, or even if they're not, but you're noticing that they're experiencing some pressure and expectations in their sport, then this episode is especially for you. So you'll get to hear from Ashley on what she was seeing in her daughters and what really helped and what made the difference in helping them manage that pressure, manage those expectations and have the skills to be able to face the very normal aspects of their sport. So without further ado, I will let you listen to the episode. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed interviewing Ashley. All right, Ashley, welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Thanks for being on today. Thank you for having me. Oh, so Ashley has two daughters and I'm going to let her kind of talk about her daughters. So let us know, you know, you've got two, what are their, their names? What are their ages and what sports do they play? Yes. I have twin daughters, Ava and Addison. They just turned 11 years old and they will be starting the sixth grade and they both play competitive soccer on the same team. Wow. Yeah. So they have an interesting dynamic. I mean, pretty awesome, but yeah, they play on the same team twins I'm surprised that you said 11. I always classify them as older. I mean, they're so mature. So cool. Addison and Ava are awesome. So let's talk about your experience. So Addison and Ava came through the program. We were just chatting. We can't remember if it was like, you know, six months ago, a year ago, something like that, but they went through the elite competitor program and go ahead and take us back to before you joined. You know, what were, what was going on with the girls, with you in this whole soccer environment? Just let us know what was going on before then. Yeah. I mean, my girls started soccer, you know, when they were really young, just like any, any kid does, you know, and they went out there and they were like, they were pretty decent. And my husband and I are not sports people. We're not competitive people. You know, we played a variety of sports, but it was never really our thing. So we were actually kind of surprised that our girls kind of had a talent that we wanted to 
to nurture. So we just kind of kept getting more involved and more involved until we got to the competitive level and then started getting into trainings and doing that other kind of stuff. But, you know, I never would have in a million years would have thought that I would be a a competitive sports parent, that I would be putting all this time and energy into it. I'm not a coach. I'm, you know, it's just nothing that we had a whole lot of experience with, but we've been able to see sports be such an important part of their lives and on and off the field, but just growing into you know, confident, you know, young ladies and being able to deal with things and having the ability to deal with difficult things at a very young age and then teaching them the skills to be able to do that. So that's the main reason why we wanted to join ECP was to give them the the tools when they, you know, these had, they had these difficult things come their way that they had an ability to deal with it, you know, both, you know, through sports and also at school and through other relationships that they have. But, you know, my one daughter is a goalkeeper and I just, I didn't want her to go out there where she was in a situation where she, you know, the whole game rested on penalty kicks at the end and she didn't have any ability to deal with the pressure that was being put on her and, you know, a hundred people watching her. I wanted her to be able to know how to breathe and take a step back and just have some of those skills so that, you know, I would hate to watch her crumble and me have never said anything or done anything to prepare for her for that moment. Wow. You bring up uh, some really great points. And it sounds like, you know, you were really being proactive in this area, right? Like you were, you're noticing that your girls have this, this desire, this passion and talent in soccer and you get to wear the hat of being a soccer mom now, (laughs) but you know, you're like, you're looking at kind of what's going on, what's unfolding out there and you want to equip them with the skills. So I love that you brought that example. We always say like, you know, goalkeepers and pitchers, I mean, they have probably the most amount of pressure out of all of the athletes that we work with. And, you know, that's hard if they have never been trained in how to handle that pressure, what that feels like and what to do in those situations, you know, then we're just putting them out there to, to fail in a lot of ways, because, you know, how are they supposed to handle that? Especially as a 10, 11 year old. Yeah, that's hard. Do you have any other stories or examples of kind of what you were seeing beforehand that was like, yeah, you know, either from your perspective of like, you know, I, I need to know how to navigate this and support as mom or, you know, what you're seeing in either of the girls. Um, yeah, you know, I act as their team manager just to coordinate all the different activities, but you know, I'm not a coach and I, I needed to, to wear the right hat and be the right person, even though I, I work very closely with their coach and they'll have a lot of of information about the players on the teams and the upcoming stuff that we have going on, just definitely to know my role and how I can best help them. And that's something that's been, I think, hard for me to to take a step back. At the same time, I've seen such tremendous growth in them as I have kind of just become more of the encourager and then instead of correcting them, you know, and learning what to say to them before and after games to, to optimize their performance. And I've also been able to help other parents say, Hey, you know, this is something that's worked really good with my girls when we've encountered, you know, whatever the challenge is and, and helped other teammates and their families be able to grow. And like I said, I just want them to perform their best out there. And I think, the adults, whether it's the coach or the the parent or the trainer, we just need to to know the best way to get the the, the optimal performance out of them and how to deal with the you know the downsides when they don't you know when they don't perform as well as they mm-hmm. would have liked to. Yeah, which happens, which happens a lot, you know. And that's one of the reasons why we love sports is that it's like the perfect playing field for life and the disappointments that are going to happen and. 
So yeah, you bring up a really good point there. And so, you know, you decided to jump into the elite competitor program. And so we, you already kind of talked about like, you know, those, those drivers that kind of pushed you in that direction, but what did you start to notice in your daughters when they started working on their mental game? I just think they were just thoughtful and aware. And there was like a a process to, to what their thinking was. I mean, they're, they're definitely on the young side for ECP. And I think one of the things we liked about it was they can retake it because I wasn't quite sure how much they were going to absorb as, as 10 year old girls. And so, you know, if they lost interest or that, you know, they couldn't quite grasp a concept, I liked that, you know, the fact that we could go back and revisit that, you know, in six months or a year or whatever we wanted to do. But I think like, I, I think, you know, what is confidence? What does that mean? And you have other people and how they act. And, you know, my girls are probably pretty shy. They don't like the limelight on them a lot. They don't like to be the center of attention. At the same time, they have a skill set that's really valuable and they can really shine on the field and trying to help them to accept disappointment as well as accept doing well and, and getting some accolades for that when they do. But really just, I think, a thoughtfulness of what does it mean to be confident? What does it mean to be strong? How can we use our mind to help ourselves daily and through sports and in school? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a valuable thing to learn at a young age. And, you know, I talked to a lot of moms who are like, my daughter, you know, she's, she's 10 or 11 or 12. She's too young to do this. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, no, <laughs> I think that this is like the perfect time for her to realize how powerful her, her mind is and what it means to be confident. Like you said, because once they get, and not that, I mean, ECP is obviously very effective for older athletes too, but once they get to like 16, 17 and 18, they've potentially been playing and living with limiting thoughts about themselves for you know, seven, eight years at this point. And so now your girls get the gift of being able to recognize and be really aware of what they're thinking and not take on some of those things and and realize that they have a choice of what they can think and what they can let go. So that's so cool that they're doing that. And you're right. She, they have, they'll have this, you know, through their whole athletic journey too. Like they, it sounds like they have a lot of opportunity in front of them. So yeah. And then you, you hit on this a little bit, but what did you start to notice in yourself? Because ECP obviously is for athletes, but we've also, we also have a lot of support on the mom side. And so I want to hear kind of from your perspective of, you know, where, what changed in you as you started going through the program? Well, just because, because they're so young, I was, you know, I watched the modules with them. I talked to them about it. You know, I was probably a lot more hands-on than some of like the high school parents yeah. would be, but it, it just gave me some of the opportunity to talk to them about what the topics meant. And, you know, I had a different approach because I think I have been more thoughtful about it as well. Like the quote that you sent out last week that said, confidence is not thinking you're better than everybody else. When you walk in the room, it's walking in a room, not even comparing yourself to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that just really struck me. And it's something that I've really worked on with the girls is it's, you know, you don't want to make yourself feel better than everybody else. You just Mm -hmm. don't want to have to even compare yourselves to them. Mm -hmm. And one of the quotes we use all the time is it's hard is good. Like when you're going through the hard stuff, that's when we're growing. Like, 
in my life, whether it's job loss or other disappointments, like those are where I grew as a person. And that's really helpful at a young age for kids to go through with sports because that's where their disappointment is often. And they can grow and learn from those experiences. And ECP, I think, just gave me a way to talk to them about it a lot more constructively. And hopefully it made more of an impact on them as well. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I love that you did the modules with them too. And, you know, I think since I'm trying to, again, I have, I'd have to look up exactly when you joined, but since then we've really revamped the, the mom side of it too. And so you've got to be able to kind of witness as we've evolved because, you know, I mean, background information, <laughs> when we first started, it was all for athletes. We quickly realized that, wow, the moms play a huge role in this and the dads too, but you know what? Like, they're also looking for how to support their daughters and what to say and what, what to avoid and and how to approach them when they're struggling. And so we were like, okay, we've got to dive into this part of it too, and really provide more support for the mom. So that's definitely been something that's evolved as we've grown. So yeah, from your perspective, although you've hit on a lot of things even so far, but what do you think has been the most impactful part of this journey? What, what's been the thing that stands, stands out the most to you? I think just looking back at how much they've grown. I mean, part of an age and they're in like the you know preteen and you lose that baby child and they get to more of like the teenager. So not only physically, but also the way that they're taking more of a leadership role in friendships that they're at. Like at their particular school, sixth grade is the, the oldest elementary age. So have I seen them over the last week, you know, they're confident in who they are. I think they're also confident because they have each other and they're twins. So they know that somebody also has their back, but they're using that to help others. Like I said, at school, they're being leaders. They're helping friends through uncomfortable situations that are having some challenges. They're helping new kids get acclimated. You know, they're using that confidence to benefit others. And I think that's really as a parent going, that's a little bit of a win to see that development and it being used to, to really help others. Right. Yeah. It goes so much beyond their sport, which is, is really awesome. We hear that a lot from parents too. That are like, yeah, she's, you know, learned those skills in her sport and she's, you know, being more confident in what she's doing out there. And, and it's definitely translating to like friendships and speaking up and being a leader. And yeah, that's, that's great to hear. What do you anticipate? I mean, kind of looking forward, you know, they're, they're in sixth or they're heading into sixth grade, right? Yeah. It like, just started. Yeah. Just started. We've got middle school coming up. <laughs> high school's down the road, you know, it sounds like they're very talented and love soccer. So it sounds like it's going to be a part of their lives for, for a while. What do you anticipate are kind of the roadblocks and, and hurdles that are, that are coming their way? That's the first part of this. And second, how do you think these skills are going to help them through that? You know, they have a really great team. It's a great group of kids and it's a great group of families. And I think potentially that will break up at some point and kids will go different directions. And I think that change will be, will be different, whether it's people moving away or going to different clubs or however it transpires. I think that, you know, and hopefully a a core group of them stay together, but that might, I could see that being very difficult to deal with because it's kind of all they know just because they're so young. So I think how can they, the skills that they've learned, you know, just that knowing that going through hard stuff and the challenges is when you're growing and it's mm-hmm. making you better, even though often when you're going through it, it, <laughs> it sucks for lack of a better word. It's just, yeah. it's hard and it's hard to have that 
hope and that perspective when you're going through something really difficult. So, you know, just kind of that there's a light at the end of the end of the tunnel. But I think, you know, they have a long way to go. Middle school, high school, private clubs, you know, I don't know exactly where they're going to end up, but I'm just excited to be on on that journey and encouraging them. They don't have a lot of interest in other sports. They're sticking with this particular sport and that's fine, you know, yeah, that's fine. They do have other interests, but for sports, they're they're sticking with soccer. And, you know, I appreciate they play very different positions because that allows them to be individuals on the field because they both have such, you know, different skill sets, you know, one playing keeper and the other playing a field position. So, yeah, yeah, that's that. That is nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we talked less because they're in our insiders program, which is for alumni we don't compare to each other because we're totally different people, totally different positions. And I'm like, wow, you guys are so wise. <laughs> well, you know, we, yeah. With the twin thing. I mean, I see that because they actually have a lot of friends that are also twins. And mm. I realized how much twins are always compared to each other. And especially yeah. if like, boy girl twins and they have you know many differences that how much of a challenge that is for you know parents of multiples is to to balance that and that comparison especially if you have one that's like you know more athletic or you know there's just a lot of challenges that come with having you know having that constant comparison because they're because they're twins right yeah and so I mean, and it was great because a lot of the girls, one of the things that we hear athletes struggle with the most is is comparison, like comparing to other people. And so I love that they were able to chime in from a very, you know, real perspective to help out in in that area. So as far as the program goes, you know, I would have to ask the girls, but (laughs) specifically to hear their answer on this, but from your perspective, what do you think that they liked most about the program? I think that they just kind of encourage them to, like I say, be more thoughtful about the process of things instead of just, you know, doing, you know, just to put a lot more thought behind it and and work on things that they're struggling with and how they can improve certain aspects of their game or something that was giving them a hard time. Just like I said, they're, they were so young. It seemed like that it was just, you know, they just go out there and they have fun and they play. And then you get to a a level where you're really trying to refine, you know, you get to that higher level of competitive sports and there's just so much more, you know, there that they can do if they really just focus on certain aspects, you can see really tremendous growth. So I know that, and and we have it, I mean, they're, you know, they're a little team and they're playing at the highest level that they can play at and they're doing really well. And it's so encouraging to see all of the girls on the team really thrive under created as parents and families. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I hear parents say like, well, once they get to that next level, then they'll be more confident. Or like once they get to, you know, once they get into middle school and get on this team, then they'll have, they'll, they'll have the skills to be able to, to go through that. And we're like, Oh, well, actually that's like the opposite because, (laughs) you know, more is going to be required of them. Like the girls are just only going to you know, again, we don't know where they're going to end up or what their passions, you know, that's not for us to decide, but you know, if they keep going on this path, like they're going to be on higher and higher teams, they're going to be more competitive and more is going to be expected of them. Right? There's going to be more pressure and there's going to be more situations where they're under coaching. That's tough. And, you know, that's not the time that, you know, she's just going to automatically somehow get these skills, like, you know, your girls are going to have to, luckily they, you know, they, and thankfully they have these skills so that they can go into those situations already confident. So 
Very good. Okay. Now, what would you tell other moms, especially other moms of younger athletes, like, like your own who are considering joining ECP? You know, I just think that, you know, we can go through the motions and they can be successful or, you know, they cannot be successful, but if we really take the time to, to have some perspective about it and, and take it as an opportunity to grow, then you can just see so much more value in the process. And, you know, we're, we're all busy. We have busy schedules, you know, our, our kids are very active. I'm thankful that my kids are very active. I don't think I'd like the, like the alternative, but instead of just going through the motions, like where can we really harness the thought and the preparedness and get the most out of what we're doing every day, you know, for our daughters and and for ourselves and our relationships with them. Just really two, two very tangible questions that I get asked a lot. And again, with your daughters being the younger end, these questions might, you know, might be a little little different, but first of all, how did you get the girls on board to do this or did you? And then second, how did you find the time to prioritize this? I think once we kind of had the playing delay because of COVID and, you know, we were trying to to do what we could at home, but, you know, the games were very limited. You know, we were in California and we were one of the last states to allow, you know, youth sports to come back. And so there was, when they got back on the field, they were just, you know, you could see that that, that gap in time had was working against them. And so I just really thought about what they needed and what could be of value during that process. And there was, like I said, there was a lot of change. There was, there was all the change with school and COVID and sports. And so I just kind of looked for some mindset stuff and ran across this program, of course, being the whole mother daughter thing, definitely, <laughs> definitely yeah. resonated with us and what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And in terms of prioritizing time, you know, sometimes you just have to put your phone down and just make it, you know, my husband works multiple jobs, we have, you know, we're self-employed, you know, there's constantly a million things and we just have to prioritize what's important to us and, mm-hmm. and put down the distractions and, and make it. And it's not easy. I mean, from week to week, we all get caught up in the hustle and bustle of, of schedule and it sure doesn't happen every week, but we, you know, regroup on, you know, Saturday, Sunday, and like, what are our priorities for the week? When is this going to fit into our schedule? Trying to do their daily mindset stuff is a little, you know, a little bit of struggle because they like to do it at night. It doesn't work for them to do it in the morning. So if they get tired or busy, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen, but you know, we just, we try to do it as many days as possible and and make it a habit because that's how you create those, those habits. Right. Yeah. All, all great things. I mean, that you're right. When it comes down to it, it's just, what are we prioritizing? And, you know, and, and I love that you said like, they, they like doing it at night. We talk about that in the program too. Like let's go with what works. And yes, there are going to be some days where we don't, we don't do it and that's okay. We're not going to beat ourselves up. We're just going to start the next day and we're just going to keep going. And yeah. So I love that. Well, well, Ashley, I really appreciate you coming on, sharing your experience, how you're noticing, you know, different things and how they're performing. So Thank you again for being on today. Oh, well, thank you for everything. We really enjoyed the program. Yeah. Thanks again. So, all right, moms. So remember your daughter's mental game is her biggest competitive advantage.